Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Let me get back to the entertainment industry because, of course, they are angry at the moment and respected figures in the entertainment industry have expressed their anger and frustration in a video of fans gathered outside Crow Park before the All-Ireland Senior Hurling Final. Uh, the video, which has been shared widely on Twitter uh, by a music photographer, shows crowds gathered in Portland Place this afternoon and a number of people can be seen drinking pints while others are gathered to talk to friends or kind of weaving their way around the match crowd. And it has been viewed by tens of thousands of people uh, online just hours after Minister Simon Covey defended the 40,000 crowd in attendance at Crow Park today, or uh, I should say yesterday, as restrictions have not been eased yet for the entertainment industry. And talk to me a little bit more about it from Aslan, is Billy McGuinness. Billy, good afternoon to you. Hey, Niall, thanks for having me on. Uh, look, you guys are kind of like the chosen few, the forgotten few, really, aren't you? The entertainment industry. It seems that everyone else is kind of getting their bite of the cherry, but you guys are kind of being left behind. Well, so, you, so you're telling us. Oh, we are. Like, I mean, um, two weeks ago, we played our first gig in Killarney um, to 200 people, and that's in 18 months. It was 18 months since we last done a gig. How big, how big was the venue, by the way, with the 200 people? It was outdoor. It was outdoor. outdoor. It wasn't even, there's no indoor music allowed at the moment, Niall. This is, like, this is, this is the thing. How they can justify letting 40,000 people into Crow Park, and it's gas. I was looking at the Our Town Boys band playing. If they were performing under the regulations that the entertainment industry have to, have to abide by, the Our Town Boys band would have been playing to 500 people in Crow Park last night. Right. That's how stupid it is. Do you know what I See, mean? See, their argument is, and I'm only giving you their argument, Billy, because I, I am on your side here, but their argument is, is people in Crow Park, it's a supervised event, they're sitting down, they're not moving around, they're not jumping up and down, although they probably are, to be honest with you, because, of course, every time someone scores, they're up and down like yo-yos, hugging each other and kissing each other, and there was very few masks actually there yesterday, if you look at the crowd. But their argument is that they're all in seats, and at least they can sit them apart and in their bubbles, and, you know, even though it's 40,000, I understand, but obviously the capacity of Crow Park is eighty or 90,000, but at least they can have them two seats apart from each other. So that's their argument, isn't it? Whereas... And look, a gig, it's different. People are, know, no, no, we, we abide by those rules as well. Like, we were in Limerick on Saturday night in, in, uh, in the milk market. 200 capacity, the same as Killarney, but you're in pods of four and pods of six, and you're seated, and there's no dancing, and it's table service, your drinks are brought to the table. These are the rules that we're operating under. But it's a maximum of 200 people. And if you look Which at is quite crowd, pitiful, to be honest with you. And I've seen some of them. There's no atmosphere. Absolutely, it's absolutely ridiculous. And what about the 40,000 people, what they were doing before they went into Crow Park yesterday? You know, like mm. I've seen some photographs. We actually posted one on our social, on our Facebook page. We have a photograph of Killarney, the venue we did, photograph of Limerick, the venue we did, and then the fo- photograph of the crowd outside Crow Park. And it's absolutely disgraceful. I mean, and look, we all, look, most of us have been to an Aslan gig, you know, and Christy is wailing his heart out. The atmosphere is just amazing. It's incredible. And you must miss that atmosphere because you're not going to get that with 200 people. You're not going to get, no, not at all. And that's why we're clamouring for, like, there's no, there's no date, there's no sign for us but they said they're going to have a roadmap. The Minister for State said there'll be a roadmap at the end of the month. Do you buy into that? No, that's, that's supposed, that was supposed to happen months ago. I think Catherine, Michal Martin is just ignoring Catherine Martin. I think she's doing her best. 
But I think. But is, is she doing her best? She had the, she had the test gig in the Ivy Gardens going back about two months ago. There, right? The first test gig there in the Ivy that Gardens. That was a joke. That and was, was a joke. There was no was, testing. No nothing. Five hundred people. There was no testing. There was there was uh, pods pods of four or pods of six for five hundred people. We do the Ivy Gardens to five thousand people. If you look at MCD and Festival Republic and Acorn Promotions, they're already putting on twenty, thirty, forty thousand people festivals in the UK at the moment safely with everyone being tested coming in. The fact that the electric picnic wasn't let go at the end of September when we were told that vaccinations would be a game changer, 90% of the population are going to be vaccinated by the end of September. It's not a game changer for the music industry. It's still the same old, same old. Kick the can down the road. And what's what's happening is... There's a lot of people leaving the industry, a lot of stage people and lighting people and sound people, because there's no, there's no roadmap to come back. And I guarantee you, it'll be colleges and the schools that'll be the priority at the start of September. Well, it is. Well, they, that's, that they, was announced today, that it is. They well, are the priority. Go. I didn't even know that, Noel. I just knew. There's still no date. I mean, Neffet have already said, you know, they want to wait till the schools get back and see how things go. And it'll be a, you know, a two or three week waiting period to see how case numbers go, etc., etc., etc. Now, as you well know, by the way, I can travel 130 miles up the road. And the Swedish House Mafia were playing there last week up in Belfast or wherever it was up the yeah, north. Absolutely. And, and Codaline were there at the weekend. 5,000 people. Tom Jones was there. I'm, I'm an hour. I live in Betty's Town and I'm an hour, an hour up the road and I can, go, I can go to any gig I want in Newry or Belfast or whatever. It's absolutely disgraceful the way we're being treated here. And the, the gas thing, what's coming down the road is they're actually cutting the pub payment which is three fifty at the moment. They're going to in, in September, September. They're going to yeah. drop that down to two o three, and what that means is that all the musicians that are on the pub payment will now be on job seekers allowance. Which means that we have to go looking for work to qualify for it. Where well, was it? Was there not a suggestion by the minister that there would be certain occupations that would still get the pub payment? Well, that was a suggestion. Go back a couple of months ago. Occupations, of course, that the government uh, have held back in going back to work, like those who work in the nightclub industry, those who work in the entertainment industry, and those who work, you know, as musicians or whatever it is, that you guys would still be looked after. Is that not a suggestion? We, we, we have to. We have to be. We have to. Who can survive on two o three? But that's 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 avoiding the issue of bringing live music back. They need to give us a date when live music is going to come back indoors. Aslan are celebrating forty years together next year, and some of the venues that we want to want to play next year need to be booked a year in advance. But we can't make any plans for our fortieth birthday because. We don't know when it comes back. Are the capa- uh, is the, the, the venues going to be at 100% capacity? Are they going to be at 50% capacity? Are people going to be, have to be tested? Well, you heard me on Martin the other day saying restrictions will last into 2022, so that leaves you with an uncertainty as to whether you will have... Exactly. Okay, but Billy, would you agree to, a, say, allowing, and, and this has been a bone of contention for everybody, allowing only vaccinated people to see Aslan, for example, at a venue of 5,000 people? Would well, you? I mean, if you're going to have 100% of the population uh, uh, vaccinated. Well, well, they're saying 90% of the adult population, but the problem is that people who generally go to gigs, I'm I'm not generalising too much, okay, but I mean, okay, you are going to get older people too, but a lot of young people go to gigs under the age of 23. Yeah. And, you know, of that population, of that part of the population, it wouldn't be anywhere close to 90%. But then you can do do what they did in Kilmainham. You can do the antigen test 
for anyone that hasn't got the, pa- the COVID passport, you can have a test on site that takes 5- 10, 15 minutes. It worked in Kilmainy. But, but then would you disagree with, say, uh, vaccinated only going to gigs? No, I think you should have an option. You should definitely have a choice. Okay. That it can't be just vaccinated people only. You need to have a testing system in place. I, I, I agree that everyone should be negative when they go in. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they've been doing this in the UK successfully. This is what works. MCD and Festival Republic have a plan. They've laid it out to the government, but we're just being ignored. And the amount of money that we're losing, that everyone, we're all hemorrhaging here. You know, it's... it's and why, it's, do, you, why it's, do you think, you know, Copark can happen, but Aslan playing 5,000 people can't happen? Do you, do you believe that the, the Minister GAA, of Sport is doing a better job? Denial. It's the GAA. Let's be honest about it. The government, the government have more respect for the GAA. What's, what's the difference between 40,000 people cheering at, at, at a match and 40,000 people people singing at a gig. Well, they're, they're, again, their argument is those 40,000 at the gig will be on top of each other, you know, jumping right. up and down. That's, okay. their, that's their argument. I'm not, okay, so, not agreeing so, with it. And, and my argument is, when, when, are they going to, when are they going to open it? They have to open it at some stage. Like, we've, we've three Vicar Streets that we do every year at Christmas in Vicar Street. Fantastic gigs. Are they going to happen? We don't know. This is the thing. No, no, nobody in the entertainment industry knows when it's going to come back. And that's the frustrating part. Because you can't just flick a switch, Noel, and suddenly the gigs come back. It's mm. going to take it's a couple of weeks or months to sell tickets, to put the gigs on, on, on sale, you know, to get them organised, to get, see if the crew is still there, see if the staging is still there. It's so, you can't and, and I, if, Billy, if I turned around to you and said, OK, Aslan can play in two weeks' time, do you think you could get a crew together? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, yeah. We, have, we have our crew. We, we, we have a crew that go back with us 20 years uh, Smokey and Archie, and, and they're absolutely fantastic. But we've had to look after them as well. We're worried about them leaving us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and why wouldn't small, they, of course, if they're not getting the work? Yeah. Operation. If yeah. you look at some of the internet, like, if you two want to do a gig tomorrow in two weeks, they wouldn't. They can't. If Coldplay want to do a gig, they can't. Everyone's in the same situation to, for performing in Ireland, but yet the rest of Europe is opened up. Belfast being an example, and I just think, I just think we're not being taken seriously, Noel. Okay. We're really not. Okay, well, look, Billy, I, I wish you well. How's Christy, by the way? Christy's great. Um, we have another gig um, this Saturday in Mullingar. And wow, the capacity is 500 because the venue that we're playing in has a capacity over 5,000. So if their capacity was below 5,000, we'd have to play to 200 people. But because it's above, it's the Mullingar showgrounds. Mm. And it's actually, there's five or six bands on. We're headlining the event. So there's 500 people allowed to that. But, but even but even five hundred in that venue is is not going to get. I, I mean, can I? Well, when you're up there, you know, and Christie's banging out the tunes and everything else, and do you do you find because I remember my days as a DJ, uh, you know, in the nightclub industry and et cetera, et cetera, and you'd have a big venue, say like Club M or whatever it was, and you'd have a hundred and fifty, two hundred people in it. You might as well be just playing to yourself. To be exactly. honest with you. I, I, I know disrespect to the people who go. You know what I mean? Look, look, we're we're glad of it. I, I know, but you're not getting the buzz off it, are you? Cats and dogs at the moment because <laughs> we just missed the live. We missed the buzz. Even having those two hundred people in Limerick and Killarney singing along to us, we missed that. Hearing people applauding after you perform a song. My God, that was music to the ears. That was soul, soul, music to the soul it was. It was brilliant. Mm-hmm. But look, look, they, you know, without repeating myself, they, they really need to get the finger out and, and just give us... Some
some light at the end of the tunnel. Please, please, God, you know. All right, well, look, Billy, with best of luck, and I hope to see you guys back in Vicar Street before Christmas, and I hope, uh, for everybody's sake, we get to see you again, all right? Thanks, and listen, thanks for the support. Thank you very much. All right, Billy, no problem. Billy McGuinness from Aslan. Everybody wants to see Aslan back up on stage. Everyone wants to see all the live bands back up on stage. Richie said I was at a wedding over the weekend and there was a band playing. It's happening wholesale and I'm perfectly happy with it. Yeah, there are bands playing at weddings. I've heard that from other people as well, even though they're not supposed to. Um, And there are weddings that are bigger than 100 people. I've heard that too, even though they're not supposed to, uh, because they're just not, they just don't call it a wedding. Because there's a bit of a mix-up in the legislation or in the guidelines. I'm sorry, Leo Varadka, of course, reminded us that it's not the law. It's the guidelines. There's a bit of a mix-up. And the mix-up is that you can have 200 people because you could have 100 people indoors and 100 people outside of the marquee. You could actually have 200 outside of the marquee. You could actually have 300 people at your wedding as long as you don't call it a wedding because they specifically say not for weddings. So as long as you don't call it a wedding, if the bride and groom dress without the wedding dress and everything else and we pretend it's not a wedding, well, you can actually have more people at it and probably have a band outdoors too. So... The guidelines are a bit of a mess, a bit of a mix-up. I'm not encouraging people to do that by any stretch of the imagination, by the way. But it just goes to show you there's a mix-up in the guidelines. And, you know, I feel sorry for the hospitality industry because they're battling that. They're battling the mix-up in the guidelines all the time. And can we do this safely? And I heard somebody being interviewed this morning on radio, and I can't remember what it was. It was something to do with the hurling. But he says, you know, did you have a bit of a, a, you know, a party afterwards? Oh, we did. But within the guidelines. Everybody has to kind of throw in this little kind of inverted commas at the end. We did it within the guidelines. Really? We, I mean, really? I mean, when we see, you know, buses, open top buses with people and there's thousands of people around, is that really within the guidelines? Probably not. But at this stage, is it time for just some personal level of responsibility? And that's what Michal Martin did mention, personal responsibility. But yet, they don't seem to be allowing people to take personal responsibility. For example... If Billy McGuinness and the lads want to get up and Aslan and play a gig and they want to play to 5,000 people in a park, I don't have to go if I don't want to. There's nothing stopping me. For those people who say, oh, but I could get COVID, I could get COVID. That's fine. Maybe you could get COVID. And I'm not suggesting you won't. But if you don't want to get it, don't go. And this is the point that other countries or some other countries are saying at the moment is let's give people the personal responsibility because that's what we always did, isn't it? You know, we gave people that personal choice. They could take the risk. The risk is small. But let them take the risk if they want to go. If somebody wants to go and see Billy McGuinness and the lads and Christy Dignam wailing his lungs out, sure, fire away and go. But that's your personal responsibility and that's what we have to start allowing people. That's what Billy is saying. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.